بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد عن ابي بن كعب رضي الله تعالى عنه قال كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اذا ذهب ثلث الليل قام فقال يا ايها الناس اذكروا الله جاءت الراجفه تتبعها الرادفه جاء الموت بما فيه جاء الموت بما فيه قلت يا رسول الله اني اكثر الصلاه عليك فكما اجعل لك من صلاتي قال ما شئت قلت الرب قال ما شئت فإن زدت فهو خير لك قلت فالنصف قال ما شئت فإن زدت فهو خير لك قلت الثلثين قال ما شئت فإن زدت فهو خير لك قلت أجعل لك الصلاة كلها قال إذا تكفى همك ويغفر لك ذنبك رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن بن كعب رضي الله تعالى من الزنريتر الحديث this hadith you discussed most of it just the last section remains just to recap Briefly, translation of the hadith. Ubay bin Ka'b radiallahu narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it was his noble practice that when one third of the night had passed, he would stand up in salah, he would exhort others to do so in the following manner, that, O people, remember Allah, the first blowing of the trumpet has come, it will soon be followed by the second blowing. Death has dawned upon you with all that it comprises. This Rasulullah repeated twice that death has dawned upon you with all that it comprises. I said, O Nabi of Allah, I abundantly recite salutations, salawat upon you. How much of my time or how much of my salah, as we mentioned one dua, in one riwayat, how much of my dua or the time that I devote for this should I devote towards you? In other words, towards salawat. Rasulullah says, as much as you desire. I said, should I devote quarter? Rasulullah said, as much as you desire. However, if you increase, it will be better for you. So I said, Ya Rasulullah, what happens if I devote half my time in salawat? To this Rasulullah says, as much as you desire. However, if you increase, then it will be better for you. So Ubay bin Ka'b said that Ya Rasulullah Fathurutain, two thirds, Nabi Sallallahu said, as you wish. However, if you increase, it will be better for you. Ubay bin Ka'b then said, understanding the underlying ishara and indication, he made his determination and he said, Aj'alu laka salati kulliha. Ya Rasulullah, all my salawat. In other words, all the time that I devote to dua, according to the one riwayat, or to my nafil ibadat, according to the another riwayat, I will devote all the time to salawat, that is, sending durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When he said this, the Biyapak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَنْ تُكْفَى هَمَّكَ وَيُغْفَرْ لَكَ ذَنْبَكَ this is what we were discussing or the point which we reached in this hadith. The manifold or many, many benefits that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept in salawat, in durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is an amal which is unique in the sense the manner in which we are exhorted to send durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي Verily, Allah 
and Allah's angels. Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu. Could have been Inna Allaha wal malaika. But Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu creates emphasis. Verily, Allah and Allah's angels. Yusallun. Yusallun in Arabic gives the meaning of perpetuity. Are always currently doing something and are always doing to be doing it. Yusallun. Send salawat upon Rasul Alan Nabi, upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then the exhortation of Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O people of Iman, O those who believe, Sallu alayhi. You also send salawat and durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So from this, we find the extreme emphasis that is placed upon sending salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As I mentioned, unique. When it came to other aspects of deen, Allah Ta'ala doesn't say, verily Allah and His angels are doing something, so you also do it. But when it came to salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is the manner in which the Qur'an exhorts us. Secondly, as we mentioned, my respected brothers, manifest benefits. One of the benefits, or few of the benefits, of excessively sending salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I mentioned this hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa tells Ubay bin Kaab that if you devote all your surplus time to salawat upon me, then tukfa hammak wa yughfar laka dhambak. Two things will happen. Your worries will be removed. Your worries will be removed and your sins will be forgiven. This first part, your worries will be removed, we find does not just refer to worldly worries. We have challenges, we have setbacks, we have trials, we have tribulations, we have problems that are what we may feel are current in regards to this life. But the fact of the matter, my respected brothers, وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرُ وَأَبَقَى فَسَاعَةُ أَدْهَى وَأَمَرُ Bigger problems, far greater trials and tribulations which will in fact make the problems of this world appear to be insignificant are the problems that lie ahead. Problems of the qabr, the problems of akhirah. This expression, إِذَنْ تُكْفَى هَمَّكْ the Mishlaasim says, all your problems will be taken care of. Does not mean only problems of this world. Whatever problems you are going to face in the akhirat also, through the barakat and blessings of salawat and Rasulullah sallallahu will be removed. And this is found in another hadith where it is mentioned clearly. One person, qala rajulun, one person said to Rasulullah sallallahu Ya Rasulullah, ara'ayt in ja'altu salati kulliha alayk, he said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, tell me, if all my salah, all my du'as, I, I devoted to sending salawat upon you, what will happen? Rasulullah said to him, إِذَنْ يُكْفِيكَ اللَّهُ أَمْرَ دُنْيَاكَ وَآخِرَتِكَ That Allah Ta'ala, إِذَنْ يَكْفِيكَ اللَّهُ Allah will become kafi, Allah will become sufficient for you, Allah will become your defender, Allah will become your representative. Allah will become sufficient for you for all your problems, dunyaka wa akhiratik, in the dunya also and in the akhirat. One question just 
So our minds are clear. This other narration which we just mentioned, that a person mentioned to Rasulullah that Ya Rasulullah, if all my time I devote to salawat, is it the same incident or is it another incident? To this ulama kiram mentioned that it is very possible that there were multitudes of incidents like this. Then many sahaba came asking Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam when they heard how great the benefit of salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu was. When they heard this, they came and asked. Many sahaba could have come and asked that how much time should we devote to salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So one benefit, your worries will be removed. We find today, my respected brothers, many, many people suffer from depression. Such is the pressures of life, such is the love of dunya, such is the effort that we make for dunya, that we put our heart and our soul in the pursuit of worldly goals and aspirations. Allah hasn't made this body for that. Allah hasn't made this mind for that also. And when we use something in the incorrect way, there will be ramifications. If everything we are going to devote to dunya, then obviously there are going to be problems. And one great problem is depression. And more often than not, when people are feeling sad, people are feeling worried, when they are facing depression, the psyche, particularly amongst our Indian community, straight away we start looking for some morana, and we feel we've got a sihir jadu problem, or jinnat problem, or we want a taweez. What we have to understand, my respected brothers, is that that should be a last resort, not first resort. Don't get caught up in that chakkar of looking for taweez and looking for this, looking for that. We are given in hadith one beautiful solution for depression. What is the root of depression? Excessive worrying. Mind is overworking. Allah's Rasulullah and the word for worry in Arabic is hum and exactly that. Rasulullah says your hum, your worries will be taken care of if you increase your salawat upon Rasulullah So take the trouble on a daily basis of devoting time exclusively to salawat and durood upon Rasulullah Besides the great rewards, dunya, qabr and akhirah that we will receive, one very, very great and proven Benefit is that it gives you mental stability, mental calmness. It takes away depression, takes away excessive worries. And this Rasulullah is mentioning clearly, Tukfa hammak, all your worries, all your worries will be taken care of. You'll get that lightness of the heart, lightness of the soul, when you will excessively send salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Second, Yughfar laka dhambak. All your gunas will be forgiven. In other words, Allah will make you a jannati. Allah will make you a jannati. Allah will forgive all your sins. Your jannat, your akhirat will become guaranteed. We find in other hadith, amongst the benefits that durood salawat incorporates is that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man salla alayya wahidatan. Sallallahu alayhi biha ashra. 
You send one salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu Allah sends ten salawat upon you. What Allah's ten salawat means not that Allah makes durood upon you. It means Allah's rahmat, Allah's mercy descends upon you. One riwayat, as I mentioned, ten times for each durood. One riwayat, it is mentioned twenty times. One riwayat, it is mentioned one thousand times. Allah sends salawat and rahmat and mercy upon you when you will send salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. A person upon whom Allah is sending ten, twenty thousand times Allah's rahmat, mercy is descending upon him, automatically it means such a person Allah will be happy with him. Allah's rahmat is not going to descend upon someone who Allah is unhappy with. So it means that Allah's pleasure is with him. When a person receives Allah's pleasure, he is automatically freed from anxiety, freed from depression, freed from unhappiness. And a necessary constituent of receiving Allah's rahmat, Allah's pleasure, is that automatically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives this person's sins. So this is amongst the great benefits that Allah has kept in durood. In fact, ulama mentioned other benefits, durood is Allah's zikr. In other words, it is, it is a form of ibadat that not only are we sending salutations on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, automatically we are remembering Allah. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Allahumma, already you're taking Allah's name. So durood is a manner of the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a means of honoring Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is a prayer in which automatically constitutes preference to the rights of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam over our own rights. It is a form of supplicating, making dua for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It creates love and attachment with Nabi Abbaq sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in that love and attachment, the jazba, the zeal to increase upon practicing the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are so many benefits. Time is limited. In fact, we've taken more time than we were supposed to. This, we can go on how great the benefits are. So at least, at least make this part of our daily ma'mul. Try and increase gradually. But be, not that one day you make thousand durood, next day nothing. No. Try and make it part of your ma'mul. Set up a time or so much time I'm going to devote. And we find that what is ajib about zikr? If one another great benefit, one which is ajib upon salawat and durood, which is very similar to Quran also, is that sometimes a person feels that you know I just got a few minutes. If I'm going to spend time in salawat, I'm going to get left out. I could have made dua. I could have asked Allah Taala for something. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, "Man shagalahu dhikri an masalati aateetuhu afdalama aate sa'ilin." Allah Ta'ala says that that person who because he spent time in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and like we mentioned durood is also one type of zikr he, the time that he was supposed to spend in asking Allah mas'alati, making dua to Allah he got busy in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala so he didn't get the chance to make dua what does Allah say? أَعْتَيْتُهُ أَفْضَلَ مَا I will give him more than I give the person who is making dua. So the time that you are spending in durood, Allah Ta'ala will give you from his hidden treasures. What you didn't even ask, even what others are asking, even greater than that, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will grant us. Allah give us the fix one.